Hello everyone, welcome to another Ismono podcast. Before I start this episode, I just wanted to let you know that this episode or the podcast overall is not sponsored, at least not yet. But it is supported by all of the people on Patreon. So if you want to support my content, be it all of the videos on my main channel, or you want to support the podcast or the content that you can consume on Instagram, then check out my Patreon at you know the bow. I thank all of you who are supporting me on Patreon, who are watching my videos and who are listening to this podcast. Thank you very much. And now let's start the episode. Hello everyone, welcome to another Ismono podcast and today I'm very honored to have another fellow backpack EDC reviewer with me. It's George Defined. Hello George, thank you so hey, much for bro, your time. What's up? <laughs> what's up, what's up man? Glad it's so cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, we just talked about how I have been knowing your content for a while and have been seeing all of the progress you have been doing all over the years. And yeah. it's so cool to finally meet up. And maybe let's just start. Let's imagine, I mean, I know your content, but let's imagine yeah. the listeners or the viewers don't know your content. Can you maybe do a quick introduction to who you are? So, so my name is George. Uh, I've been on YouTube reviewing backpacks and everyday carry gear for about four four years now um, on YouTube. My my channel, I, I didn't know what I was going to do. You know, like at, at first, <laughs> I didn't know where to start with YouTube. So I actually started as a fishing channel, fish, a kayak oh, fishing channel. So like one I of the only... I was of that. Oh, cool. Yeah. One of the only black guys on a kayak in 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 maryland uh years ago but i started to review bags i think the, one of the first bags i reviewed was a camelback bag and then at, that had a little bit of success when i say little bit anything over 100 watches at that point was like i was like oh yeah 100 people watch my video you know so so yeah and then i just started just picking up more and more bags like um I think North Face was was probably when I started reviewing North Face bags mm. is probably when the channel really started kind of ex not exploding but like slowly growing back you yeah. know bigger and bigger yeah so it's kind of how I started but I've always liked bags um, probably since college you know yeah yeah, so, yeah yeah so but I guess when you are fishing and when you're doing all of that stuff on a kayak I imagine you always had a bag with all of your gear with you every single right. time so i mean that probably yeah. uh, ignited the interest in bags kind of yeah right? I, yeah it, it did like so i started off out on a, a hobie pro angler for the for the kayak folks that know um and that's what i have now is a hobie pro angler 14. i also have a boat but you know i fish both um yeah. but I, I love Fishing is my first, well, my family's my first love fishing and then backpacks. That's, that's <laughs> in that order. So, but yeah. Um, I've yeah, seen, the, 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 those are pretty big fish that you usually, I've seen that your Instagram post, that was huge. Yeah. Well, what kind of fish yeah. was that? Was that a bass? A bass? Uh, that's a striped bass. Striped bass. Oh, that was huge. Well, yeah, was it like three feet or something, fish. right? It, it was, it um, that big. one was probably like in the 22 inch, 23 inch yeah, range. Yeah. yeah. They get oh. a lot bigger. They get like but 40 the, inches. But is it, <laughs> so. is it, I have no clue about fishing. Is it, is it actually like that, that you always go onto your kayak or onto your boat and you always bring back a fish or is it, what's, nah. what's the success rate when you go fishing? <laughs> it, it, it really depends, man. Like when I was doing YouTube and I was starting off my channel doing kayak fishing like the first i don't know five or six videos or trips i took i didn't catch a thing you know man that's common you know especially yeah. um it's fishing you know like the the, the saying is it's fishing not catching you know you, you would yeah. call it catching if it was a hundred percent rate that makes sense so, but um i do pretty well i'm not the i'm not the best i'm not saying i'm a, a guru of fishing but yeah. um I, I like a jack of all trades and, and that's one of my things that I do. Yeah. And is it, I'm asking so many fishing <laughs> questions right now, just because I have no clue. Is it, 
how you call it is it like the rod or what what what's it called the the thing that you that all the line and the hook is this this long stick what's what's that called yeah what's the english so you have, usually you have a, a rod um yeah. and then you have a reel that is attached to the, the fishing yeah so rod. do you have like multiple rods or is it oh, all about yeah. the the hooks and stuff like that <laughs> i mean no, there, I have, there's so many small parts on in on that yeah, thing right i have multiple rods i have multiple reels i have all of the fishing stuff <laughs> like you know i shop for i shop for fishing equipment probably as much as i shop for bags you know and and okay. buying bags and stuff so you can get is there's probably more fishing equipment than there are backpacks in the world you of know? course like, yeah i yeah. can't imagine i can't yeah, imagine it's, it's a lot of stuff out there but, but yeah. it's uh, it's probably quite relaxing right being on, on oh this, yeah that's on, my on lake yeah yeah that's my therapy. So I fish mostly um, salt, salt water. So, um, so in the ocean and mm -hmm. ocean and and we we'll call inshore fishing. So, uh, which is basically tidal rivers connected mm -hmm. to the ocean. So, uh, I do a lot of like redfish, trout, striped bass, flounder, uh, sheep's head. So mm -hmm. it it really depends, you know. So, and you always. And do you always cook them or is it, is it rather like, I'm not sure if that's actually a thing. Is it a sport to fish stuff and then put the fish back into the sea or do you always uh, bring them home to eat? No, no. So like I also fish bass. So bass mm -hmm. is a sport in, in like a freshwater sports fish. So most of oh, the time I release them. those, but like oh, when I'm I fishing see. in the salt, those fish are probably more tasty they're they're, they're mm -hmm. more delicious so yeah I like as many yeah. so if they're legal fish i'll, I'll probably keep them yeah uh, i see yeah. i see legal fish i mean that's 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 pretty cool or can be quite difficult also like when you say to your family oh tonight we are eating fish and then you come home with nothing that's probably quite disappointing <laughs> sometimes right yeah <laughs> luckily I'm the only one in the house that eats fish. So what? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so fish. family of five, and I'm the only one that eats fish. So oh, that's yeah. a shame. <laughs> so that's... this is how it works out, you know. Okay. But, uh, I mean, yeah, saltfish is so uh, so delicious. Whenever I'm in Indonesia, like mm -hmm. red snapper and stuff like yeah. that. So the tropical kind of uh, yeah. saltwater fish is so delicious. Yeah, they are. Uh, like they are. Yeah. So let's go a little bit back to bags. So you already uh, gone a little bit into how you got into bags, but can you go a little bit into to that topic a little bit deeper? What was the very first bag that that really made you think, "Oh, I can let's show that to the world and make make a video about that." Not necessarily the first video, but maybe it was the third bag or something where you thought, "Oh, this could be." So I, I would thing. I would probably go back to the, those North Face bags. Um, mm. you know, that was probably they they were so versatile. Yeah. At the time. Agreed. And they had so many, you know, different features. You could use it for the gym. You could use it for, you know, like an office carry for me. Um and and I and it and I wanted to show that. Like when you looked on YouTube at the time. You might have like a general overview. I remember like Zappos, uh, the shoe shoe company. They used to do videos on YouTube and show mm -hmm. back, you know, backpacks off. But the shot was so far away, you couldn't see the pockets. I was like, yeah, you know, like I so see. I wanted to, like all of my videos, I really want to get close to the to the item so that people can kind of see what mm -hmm. the hell they're buying. You know, like that's that was the whole point. Is like if I'm trying to make a purchasing decision. I want to know is is my little things that I carry going to fit in all the pockets, you know? Yes, so I wanted to yeah. show that to other people, and and yet, you know, I, then I started to experiment with you know different, you know, the larger brands, and of course I ran into Goruck, you know, down the line. But I, that I really didn't even have any idea that there was bags out there that cost like three and four hundred dollars when I started. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I didn't it's even, crazy, right? What do you fathom to buy a four hundred dollar 
a three hundred dollar backpack. Yeah. Like that that I thought I was doing something when I buy North Face and it was like one twenty five. I was like, man, I gotta really save my money to get my money yeah. together to buy this North Face. I totally but, know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and then, you know, once you get once you once you land in Goruck and you see how the stitching and the materials and, you know, every single element has been kind of curated to 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 the user, um, let alone the whole rucking and outside of, you know, swimming in the sand and logs and all of that. I'm saying in the sense of just everyday carry, uh, it was just vastly above anything that I was carrying. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of changed. It soured me <laughs> on North Face, actually, at that point. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. Um, and then my mom, I, my mom passed away. But oh. I remember in college, she gave me a camera. She gave me like a, a Sony CyberShot. And so I was always with that thing, like just taking pictures and carrying yeah. it around with me. If I get it with my friends in college, like I have a lot of pictures of us together having a good time and partying and stuff. And so the camera thing was like, like I said, Jack of all trades, master of none. I, I just kind of carried that with me. And I was like, well, what, what if I put these things together, the backpacks, love in, in the camera and kind of yeah. see where it goes? Yeah, yeah, I get that. So and what's what's your current favorite bag that you enjoy well, do a, Let's do a show and tell, Bo. Let's do a yeah, show and let's tell. do that. What's All your right. what's your favorite bag at the so moment? It's gotta be it's gotta be the the gold GR one. Yeah. GR one. and I've switched to I've switched to the twenty one liter because uh it's just better for everyday carry for me. I was Excellent. always I, great. I was always pushing the twenty six. But you're quite tall, right? Yeah, I'm six foot. Yeah. But I still feel like this is a little bit more agile for mm day to day even at Agreed. my height you Agreed. know and that I ch i've kind of changed my my position on it through the years because i always was like i get a 26 liter i get the 26 liter but mm. the the 21 is, is probably better for me i'm seeing i ordered this when the new the new back panel this is the new i haven't even reviewed this yet but yeah the new back panel the 210b um came out and so i, I grabbed one of these and this has been my daily driver pretty much since it came out a couple mm -hmm. months ago but it's the same it's the same old go ruck you know same yeah. pockets in the inside and all of that but the quality of this bag is just you know it's it's hard to beat you know yeah, um, yeah, yeah. for stitching and then if if it's not the go ruck then i'm all i'm always doing um the the filson this is the filson oh nice leather journeyman so if I'm going to work, I'm doing, I'm probably, if I'm in a suit, I, you know, I wear suits to work. So mm. I'll probably wear this because now I'm teleworking like most of the country is, you know, um, I go in two days a week into Washington, D.C. And then I'm home the other three teleworking. I but see, I this see. feels, this feels, you know, great as far as the, the, this is the same kind of bills, like super rugged. Mm -hmm. This bag right now is, you know, it's off the market. They don't make it anymore. It will be a part of my um, private stock series that I'm doing. Yeah. Just some in, in, intermittent videos where I'm taking, you know, certain bags that may be off the market that I like and, and doing like a, a review. And this is a great, a great, like, good. heritage yeah. bag. Yeah, it's super great leather big old yeah. ykk chunky zips on this bag it's a great bag um but yeah so i've kind of I, I kind of want to review for most people the bags that they like but i think my style for my personal style has has kind of evolved a little bit since i've got older same yep. yeah so i do a lot of leather and wax canvas bags now uh you know but don't you feel that leather i would love to go with leathers uh mm -hmm. when it comes to backpacks i mm -hmm. feel with sling bags leather is is awesome because mm -hmm. the sling bag itself isn't that big but when i feel when it's a backpack all of the leather i mean it's just few maybe just a little bit heavier mm -hmm. than regular fabrics but it's still heavier right, right. do you feel that 
the look and the appeal of leather is actually worth it. All of those additional. I mean, it's pounds. it's definitely like the leather bags and the wax canvas bags definitely don't have the features that the modern material exactly. bags will have, like the X pack and they're lighter mm -hmm. and they're more. You know, they're just probably easier to carry. It is like a labor of love. Yeah, because you 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 really like the style of the bag, yeah. or you like uh, the feel of it and and the look. So yeah, um, so yeah, it's definitely. So that's why I said I I kind of review the things I think are going to be most popular in the mm. in the carry community. But like your you have your like your own personal choice. I see. On yeah, things, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so. Um, sometimes I want to like hold those things back or I don't necessarily review them, but I'll kind of review the stuff that's probably more popular and it's mm -hmm. coming out. Cause that journeyman bag is like, you know, I think it's like five or six years old. Yeah. You know, I have, uh, this is, this is a question that just comes to my mind. This maybe a little bit, uh, out of left field. If you could choose, if you had like a leather bag, that's maybe a little bit heavier. If you could choose between that perfect leather bag being lighter or having more features similar to to i don't know to go rock or something with x-pack i mm. mean that's that's just 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 imagine would you rather have it lighter or would you rather have it more features that are let's say in in air quotes a little bit more modern um i would say I would take a leather bag that had a little bit more features. The yeah. weight, like that, I mean, I think a lot of people get caught up in the weight because like, I'm I'm a man, a lot of the, like when I look at the numbers, <laughs> I know it's a, it's a woman and a man thing, right? But yeah. we're talking about, and maybe I'm being a little sexist and I'll, excuse me, but it it's like, Four pounds. Let's say a, a 25 liter bag, yeah. a leather one is four pounds. You get an X pack bag that's going to be like 3.2 or yeah. something like that. Like we're talking about 0.8 of a pound. Yeah, and, that's true. You know what I mean? So I, I would rather have the um, the thing the features, to purchase yeah. and kind of like be able to pass it to my kids, you know, be able to. I don't. I think you could do that with the with the nylon bag as well, mm. but it's something different. It's if you want the heritage. Yeah, it's a different yeah. feeling to it. Um, but yeah, so I I just feel like people get so caught up in the weight. It's like, I mean, are you ultra light camping somewhere? Like I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's sometimes for me. It's also I totally get what you're saying, and mm. I always think the same. But I usually carry so much heavy stuff. I mean, just this keyboard alone. Mm -hmm. This thing is is so it's not heavy. Obviously, it's not heavy, mm -hmm. but it just mm -hmm. adds so many pounds by pounds by pounds by pounds that suddenly, or and the camera and the lens, and suddenly that bag is at I don't know, almost <laughs> six or seven kilograms. So yeah, so I, I yeah. don't know how many pounds is that. Uh, 12 pounds or something and then yeah then it adds up right so i'm sometimes a little bit torn i personally i would take features yeah i'm the okay. same i would just don't care about those small pounds uh additional but yeah i'm sometimes a little bit torn because it just adds up so quickly sometimes yeah. and, and, and it also depends on what you're carrying like yeah. me personally like when i go into the city for work or for i'm i'm most of the time, that's my heaviest load. If I'm going in the city for work or if I'm going mm. in the city to shoot something like some B-roll or whatever, yeah. um, then I'm carrying a laptop in my, my on my camera. But yeah. on the day-to-day, -day, like to the store, to the exactly. this, you know, it's like yeah. that. There's nothing not, in there, right? Yeah, right. Like yeah. I, I'm just carrying my EDC, like my preparedness stuff. Mm -hmm. And it that it's it's not that much weight. It's not that much weight at all, really. But that's that's a good segue. Can you walk us through a little bit of your? Let's do two uh, two um, things: your loadout for work and okay. your everyday carry loadout. Can you walk so, us through what you're packing? So for for work, um, 
I'm carrying a laptop. Mm-hmm. I'm carrying. You, I have a separate Bluetooth mouse and keyboard at my in my office, so I don't mind like carrying heard. that stuff. It's it stays in the office with me, and then I'm carrying like my papers, my business papers, um, my notebook and planner, and then it's just the rest of my. So if you, those are the things of the office things. Now, if I'm yeah. moving into just my everyday carry, I'm carrying. I have medical supplies from my for myself or yeah. My family in an emergency. My son is uh, who's five. He has uh, allergies, so I kept carry yeah. a pen for him, uh, and then like a tech kit. And it and my tech kit has gone from like pretty substantial when I first yeah. started doing YouTube, something very streamlined. Usually, my tech kit is just a battery and a cord, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it. And, you know, like just hand, hygiene things, hand sanitizer, yeah. lotion, stuff like that. Uh, do you throw like, stuff into the bag or do you use like pouches and stuff like that? Uh, I use pouches. I use pouches most of the time. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. Evergoods, like in my bags, Evergoods pouches yeah. have been, they they're hard to give up. They, yes, they're really agreed. hard to give up. Totally, I've totally. I've sold them. Cause I, I don't make any, like, sometimes I have affiliate links in my, in my, in my videos and stuff. And I don't have an affiliate link at all with uh, Evergoods. Right. So I'm like taking this out. I want to try something else. I want to like yeah. show people something different, but they, they come back and it's like, yeah. I can't, I can't find an organizational solution that's better than the cap one and the cap two. I think that Agreed. those are probably some of the best. The Bellroy um compact tech case and uh what, what is it the desk caddy those two those mm-hmm. two pouches are also really good I, I i like those as well but the the evergoods just they just really organize my stuff really well like when i talked about the medical kit and the tech stuff that's where they primarily live yeah in those pouches so um the camera I shoot on, if I'm carrying, I, I, I you know, you probably see, I, I have a pretty simple setup for my videos. Like I usually use the, uh, the 360 camera mm-hmm. and I also use um, a, a Canon R5. R, um, so, mm-hmm. and I'm shooting. It's a great you know, setup. Just, yeah, just usually shooting out of like, what is it, 24 to 70. Mm-hmm. And then I also have the 35. I can't remember the, the, yeah, the focal length. Yeah. 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 Something like yeah. that. So those are, those are kind of like what I'm carrying. And so the camera can be, the camera can be heavy. Um, yeah. Yeah. The and R the, series is, is, is quite chunky, right? Yeah. It's yeah. a, ch- it's a chunky boy. It's back here. It's a chunky boy, but, yeah. uh, and this is my only camera and it, it yeah. has been for, I don't know, a couple of years it's, now. It's a but, great setup. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it, it is. It's got some significant weight to it. So if you're carrying that and a laptop, you know, you start yeah. to get the weight up yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, and your, yeah. so that's your work loadout. What's your EDC loadout in your pants pockets and or sling bag? Okay. You. Well, so I've really been enjoying the nutsack sling. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had experience with that yeah, one. Yeah, it's cool. It's 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 a really nice sling. It's got that mix between heritage that I like. Yeah. And and it's, cool. it's got a little bit of leather, a little bit of wax canvas, and it's got some organizational features built inside. Mm. I'm not doing a commercial for them. I'm just telling you what I really use. Yeah. Like so. Yeah. It's a cool uh, bag. Yeah, it's a cool bag. So I I really try to keep things out of my pockets. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm sitting down, only thing that I probably will keep with me in my my pants pockets is my wallet my wallet oh, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll keep i'll keep my wallet in me and i have like the um i have like a filson a filson leather mm-hmm. wallet and then inside i carry a knife and i usually it, carry hold on. inside inside the sling um, inside sling. the sling okay yeah mm-hmm. okay inside the sling i'm carrying a knife uh i've been really i like small knives i have huge hands but i like small knives so Spyderco has been kind of mm. my staple as far as knives see, go. Yeah, yeah. 
So or I the do, Baby Banto that you just recently reviewed a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah, I, I reviewed yeah. the Baby Banto. The CV, we reached out and they were like, you know, can you yeah. can we review it? But I like that knife, but I yeah. still prefer the Spider Coats. It's just a yeah. higher quality uh, metal that's that are in those knives. Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of them, I know CV does some top end stuff, but that uh, Spider Coat Little Native is is probably been my my daily. And mm -hmm. uh, Warren Cliff style, and then far as flashlights, even though I don't use flashlights a whole lot, like I just feel like I need to have one with me. Yeah. I don't use them too often, uh, but I've been using um, one of the Phoenix Phoenix line flashlights. I can't yeah. remember the name of them. And it's sunglasses, small medical kit, and you know, battery. I'm always on the Nightcore. That Nightcore. Um, small battery bank they have now is like a 10,000 milliamp mm. batteries it's pretty good and and you know just regular chapstick stuff like that yeah just, yeah but nothing like amazing comes out of like <laughs> i look at all of these different everyday carry bag loadout yeah. and it's like we're carrying the same stuff everybody's carrying the yeah. same <laughs> stuff you know what i mean just just some different iterations uh basically of uh, those items yeah. I would love to go wallet-less, if I'm totally honest. Um, okay. I have been trying to pay with my phone more and more, but it's still some shops, at least here in Germany, either that, I don't know what you call it, that card read thingy to for uh, cashless payment doesn't work and stuff like that. So I, nevertheless, I always carry a wallet, uh, but I would love to carry no wallet, if I'm totally honest. Um I would yeah. have to, my driver's license. We are at the brink of going all digital in Germany. And they were announcing that the driver's license and your your identification card is supposedly going to be inside an app. But knowing Germany, that's probably they announced it. So I would say in four years, we will be able <laughs> to actually do that all digital. <laughs> Do you can can you carry your driver's license and your ID card in in the US? So we're not. That is, that, I haven't even heard talks of that. I mean, oh, that okay. would be a great thing. That would be in, awesome, in the, right? In the US, yeah. yeah. I haven't got. I don't do the 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 payment through the phone though. You know, I haven't gotten yeah. that far. Like, I'm. St I just got a new Bank of America card, and I can you know tap to pay. Yeah. With, yeah. with my card, and I thought that was amazing. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know, because I just feel like if I put my credit card information, this is old school thinking, but if mm -hmm. I put my credit card information in this phone and it's there all the time and available, I, I feel like I somebody's totally going to reach I, I out totally, and, and, and... I totally and, get you. <laughs> I was, I stuff. am the same. I'm totally the same, but I was, yeah. I don't know. I was just, I'm always torn between, oh, I want to try the newest stuff and yeah. security. And I'm always... Yeah, let's try it. No, don't try it. It's dangerous. Okay, try yeah. it. <laughs> and then try it anyways. <laughs> I mean, you get forced into it. Like at some point, these banks are gonna be like, "We're not mailing cards anymore. You, yeah. you got to do it on your phone." So yeah, yeah, because that's a big expense, I'm sure, for the companies to to mail these cards every so exactly, often. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Totally with you. So, of all of those everyday carry items, what's your your favorite item at the moment? that you oh, either man. love the most or you just can't live without? The item that I, I can't live without is, it's probably the knife. It's probably the knife. Yeah. There's, there, I, I would, I would, I do knife reviews from time to time. If you look, check my mm -hmm. channel out and, and that's a true love, but the, YouTube, there's so many knife reviewers, exactly, and then all yeah. of them are great, and they yeah, all yeah, know yeah. more about steel and and, yeah. and the metals probably more than I do. But the the knife would probably be my my thing that I couldn't live without mm. because I feel like it's so it it, ha it provides me so much utility mm. um, for you know if there's the apocalypse, you know I'll be able yeah. to kind of fashion my stuff if if and in the simple things i'm able to open and you know make a sandwich just you know it's i use yeah. it a lot you know i use i use my knives a lot 
but I've pared down a lot too. I used to have a really large knife collection as well, but I'm down to like maybe 10 and that's doing good. You know, that's still sounds like a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here with my <laughs> hold on, one, two, three, four, five, nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. So, yeah, my my ten is 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 you know down from like thirty. So yeah, thirty but forty. <laughs> let me ask ask you this. I'm I'm just getting into knives, right? So I started reviewing knives. I'm finally got got my very first flipper knife which i enjoy a lot this is the cvv gordo it's okay. such a, it's it's so cool to just um fiddle around with it but the more before i was all into swiss army knives that had so much more utility on them but weren't that great in terms of fidgeting around or maybe even cutting because the blade is comparatively fairly small However, I I'm recently gotten I don't drink beer because I just don't like it, but I drink a lot of uh, ginger beer lately. And those okay. in Germany we don't have twist off. We you have to use a bottle opener and every Swiss army knife has a bottle opener. And I recently noticed that whenever I'm oh I have my knife and then I'm getting to the bottle and I have this knife and I'm like I don't know how to do that. <laughs> you don't, do you, you don't know how to open the bottle with the knife. With a knife, do you open bottles with a knife? I mean, you have twist offs, and uh, yeah, we US, have twist, right? twist offs. Um, but but there are so many things that you can, or at least, at least to my knowledge, I can uh -huh. do with a knife. How you do you utilize your knife in day to day life? Do you only cut stuff, or do you also are you good enough to open uh, a bottle with a knife without accidentally cutting yourself? <laughs> No, like, like, in learning college is like to open a bottle. I usually take an edge of a table, rest the the cap on it, and just and then kind of dude. Just my my wife would kill me. <laughs> yes, I would do that. My wife would kill me, man. Yeah, you know, and, and, and that and that would open the bottle. But I don't usually. I don't usually have. I don't. I don't drink. Yeah. So so I don't. I don't. I don't drink at all. So. You know, I, I don't usually use the bottle, but you asked me, what do I use my knives for? Yeah, I, exactly. You know, regular stuff. Like, I'm I'm not commando. I, it's like Amazon packages. Yeah. <laughs> um, my son comes and says, Daddy, can you cut my sandwich? I, I use that. We're out and about. He likes apples. I'll cut his apples for him. Stuff like that. It's not like I'm not. Yeah, I get that. Uh, using using my knives to like fashion a bow and spear to to, to hunt an animal. So, dude, that would it, be it, so it, cool <laughs> if you did that, like on a kayak, being all like doing. Yeah, spear. yeah. <laughs> I actually used to. I used to make like little bows and arrows and stuff when I was a kid. Uh, take like um, green saplings and cut yeah. them down. And, and like tie my little, they used to be a little powerful too. They could stick them in. Like I could shoot my arrow enough to stick in a tree. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't do any of that stuff. I'm just a regular, you know, neighborhood or itty, uh, city suburban kind yeah. of guy. So, you know, it's just more of a. Yeah. Mm. I totally know. I mean, that was just mm. a more or less a rhetorical mm. question, but I'm, that's just what I noticed whenever, when I started to carry these knives and drink all my non-alcoholic beverages and try to open them. I know how to open a bottle with a with a lighter, with a big lighter, mm -hmm. but not. But all of the edges on most of these knives that I carried have beveled, beveled edges on the right. grip, so it's not not really easy to open actually bottles what, what what knife laws do y'all have in germany do, do you guys can you carry locking knives no i i'm not allowed to carry these so i oh, actually okay. i actually only use them at home mm -hmm. and the good thing is i order so many packages and stuff like that so they get a lot of use out of them but oh, okay. i'm definitely not allowed to carry them um outside i, I would oh. suggest that one that's the that's the um milwaukee yeah that that has a bottle. It has a bottle opener on the top yeah. of it right here. So it, it is locking. That's why I asked you. And it's yeah. it's just a box cutter. So you could change the blades oh, that's out. That's so nice. Yeah, that's it's, cool. it, there's a lot of reviews up on YouTube yeah. about it. It has 
you know, it has the utility of a screwdriver on the back. Yeah, that's nice. And it's cheap. 20 bucks. I, I think, let me just check Amazon. I believe that Milwaukee actually is not available in Germany. But let me just check oh, okay. Milwaukee. Oh, it is. Milwaukee. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. there it is. I found it. Yeah, it's like 25 bucks yeah, or something. Yeah, it's not like that, that expensive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's and actually one, 25 euros. They just uh, translated it to one to one, basically, in price. Yeah, but so that that's good. That's a good one. And and my thing with knives when I started was sharpening. That's that's the mm. thing. Like Learning how to sharpen is, is the skill in knives. But I'm not that good at it. Mm. Good at it. So I usually send them back to a sharpener from sharpener, um, oh, professional cool. sharpener. I'm have them sharpen. Yeah. Or or that fastback is great because you can just switch the blades out. Yeah, yeah. You mm. have the the one. I, it's understandably a little bit expensive, but I have the one from uh, James Brand. This, right. This one where you can mm -hmm. also switch out the the box cutter blades. Yes. Um, great. I love this uh this tool. I don't mm. wouldn't call this knife, but I get all of the criticism from the community that it is way too expensive for what it is. I get that. Yes. Still I like it a lot. Yes. Um, that, it's also I mean James Rand is like a like Apple, right? So it's it's uh it's the Apple product of the knife world, I would say. Maybe I, a little bit expensive. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you wouldn't know. say call it that. <laughs> no, you call no, it I, would, I wouldn't call it that. I, I wouldn't call it that. But oh, because yeah. you think Apple is like also good in terms of how I, you use I mean, it, I, right? My, my experience with James Brand is limited, so I, I, I oh, don't okay. think I've only laid hands on like one of their products. Yeah. Um, so. I'm, I'm I'm still new to the knife world, so <laughs> I've, I I don't know anything how to i mean all of this steel stuff i mean yeah i i get that the steel that is being used for a tool like that is important mm -hmm. but for a regular person like i am i don't care <laughs> as long as it, as long as it cuts stuff and as, yeah. as long as it doesn't break off yeah. when i cut an apple i, yeah. I don't care <laughs> If I'm quite, if I'm frank, <laughs> I think I think the 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 steel are the steel importance to me is the longevity of how long will the steel last in a knife True. before you have to True. to really sharpen it. You know, okay, yeah, that makes drop sense. Drop it that back myself, but so I, I lean towards like the maximum steels, the harder the harder steels because yeah, they they're gonna they're gonna last a really long time before you have to sharpen them back. Um, um, even like, then I fish a lot. So I'm into like the, 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 the steels that don't corrode LCN 200, yeah, those, those types of steels. Okay. So yeah, it, it, it's, it's, you know, it can get really complicated. Yeah. yeah. I, what I, I, I'm really interested in this knife world, but what I've noticed, and I don't want to offend anyone in the knife world. I, I mean this just from what I have observed is that they are very passionate. I feel that once you, it is fairly easy to step into a bee's nest and maybe kind of start a conversation where you, as if you are not knowledgeable enough, like I am, you, it's very fast to get attacked quickly and hard sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I'm really careful whenever i review a knife to be quite honest yeah i i feel the same i feel the same way about like all, all of the subjects we talk about on youtube because there's always like this super critical eye over yeah. everything that you say you know yeah a lot of times you know just the public the the the, the mob won't they're not forgiving they're like you know, you make a mistake in a video and it's, they're right there, you know, they're yeah. right there in the comments. Exactly. Saying, <laughs> exactly. You said that these are Akagara zippers. These are actually, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I made a mistake, man. Yeah. Like, it happens. But yeah, the knife, the knife thing, 
you know, it's like as deep as you want to go. How mm. deep in, of a dive do you want to take in, in the knife community? And I'm, I'm definitely a novice as well. You know, I, I might talk like, oh, I know I know a couple of steels. I know a couple of things that I like. And, and I, that's where I kind of approach the knife reviews from is like, what? What is good for me? I what what do I like? Yeah, and that changes over time, you know. That's true. I mean, I again, I I love or I'm very interested in this knife thing, but also, not only is it difficult because it is a very passionate niche, but also it's very political, right? I get so many comments: "Oh, you Germans with all of your knife loves." I'm not above the laws. What what should I do? I mean, if the that's the law, that that's the law. It's nothing that I can change. And yeah. sometimes I feel that there's not a lot of or not sometimes there are some people that aren't very understanding and not very accepting of specific differences across the world, right? So I mean if we are not allowed to carry knives, then that's it. So I, again, I can't change anything about it. But yeah. still, I can like knives. I just yeah. can't. I'm not allowed to carry them outside of my home. But still, I can talk about it. But then someone is, yeah, why do we have these stupid laws? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. It's it's just like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So going back to bags. I would right. love to know you. Ha you have been reviewing a lot of bags already, and mm -hmm. I can imagine that you have a specific view on on what your perfect bag is. So I would like to know from you what is what are your pet peeves or what do you like dislike the most whenever you get a bag? Is there anything specific feature specific um, way they're made where you? say like okay that's not for me complexity for the simple for 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 no reason you know yeah i'm not gonna list Same. any bags out there but there's there's some bags out there that people get hyped about because they have the most um the greatest material coming from these exclusive ultra exclusive premium drops and and when you get the bag a lot of the companies um, that drop some of these exclusive bags, they're like, you know, they don't listen to their fan, the fan base. Like mm -hmm. sometimes there's really solid from our community, really solid um, suggestions on how to improve the bag, but mm -hmm. they, they just won't do it. And so if you ask me like some features, like, X pack everything. I'm 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 tired of that. Like I'm I'm mm, I'm over. It's like, um, for me, it's almost like um, T Pain when when he was real pop popular that everybody was doing like the auto tune. The, the auto tune. Song. <laughs> it's like X pack is auto tuned by at this point. It's like I'm tired of seeing X pack bags. Um, honestly, and they have great features, and I know the the material is super lightweight, but I I mean come on like at what point that mm. can we can we stop with the x-pack everything um yeah, I, I think regular cordura fabric um the you know the standard cordura fabric is a great material to build bags on um and and you know the brain features on bags like i've reviewed a couple of bags that have that flip up oh, brain I, feature yeah, I, no, on the no, top no, yeah. of it and yeah. It serves no functionality. Like you flip the brain of the bag up, but there's a zipper underneath. So why did you have a brain on the top of yeah. it? You know, so yeah. that's bags that are, you know, the customer base is going to be using them for everyday carry, but they, they craft them like we're going to go out and, and fight a war. Yeah. With Molly webbing everywhere. You know, that, I think that that time has um, kind of, you know, been here, you know, early 2000s, everybody was having Maxpedition bags yeah. and everything was covered in Molly. I think we've kind of moved past that in the community. We, we want things that are, we can take to the office. We want things to take mm. to our kids' soccer games and things of that nature. We don't want to look like we're in the military yeah, per se. Yeah. 
I think it's a fine balance though, because the military style bags do offer toughness, uh, durability, those type of things. But we want the durability, but we don't necessarily want all of the BS that comes with it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I think a lot of times this this always this this community uses these bags a lot for everyday carry, and then they have to put some type of strapping feature to the bottom of the bag. Yeah. Um, in a twenty liter bag, and we kind of know if we're going hiking, we're probably going to be in a bag that's going to be forty liters or more. You know, because because what hiking and camping requires as far as equipment, carrying equipment. So these smaller bags that are, you know, like an assault, an assault bag, like they're 20 liters and they're carrying all of these features as if they were doing some type of military action. I, I just don't I don't understand it. Mm. And um, like there was a great bag that I review. I'm not going to mention any names a couple of weeks ago. And it's just covered in Molly. It's just like, why? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I totally, I totally get what you're saying in terms <laughs> of also the development over time. But more importantly, I mean, since I live in Europe, there's so much war going on at the moment and so much conflict in the world that I personally, I just don't want to wear a bag that is too military looking outside of anything else. Up. Obviously, before I was all about, I don't want to bring a military looking back into an office just because people look at me weird. But nowadays, I feel that, yeah, I'm, I see so much war stuff in the news. Mm-hmm. I, personally, I don't want to wear a bag that looks, I have nothing against it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But personally, I just, I just don't want to wear it because it just reminds me too much of everything that's going on at the moment. Do so, I- yeah. I get what you're saying with the Moly. When I was starting out the channel, I was the same. I was like, oh, I want that Moly bag. My first proper bag was a Rush 12 from 5.11. And I don't know if you know that bag, but that that's covered in Moly, right? So that's, right. I was like, wow, that's so cool. I can attach stuff. And maybe two days later, I realized, oh, that's too annoying to have stuff dangling on there so let's take all of that stuff off right so that's maybe probably also us getting older that we don't want to have that stuff right true true yeah i'm i'm 42 and so yeah that's you know that's that's kind of where i'm at in my life like I'm, i'm i'm just trying to you know bring my family through this world and and make sure that my kids are successful. I'm not necessarily trying to be a GI Joe. I think that GORUCK kind of struck a a good balance with their back, the DR1. Just the the simple roles of Molly Webbing. Most of the time when I see them out in the wild on somebody, I don't actually see any like pouches attached. It's just, you know, it's just a feature. And I can live without it. I like the slick version probably a little bit better, you know? of that gr1 yeah yeah and how last question before i let you go how do you travel sure what's your what's your travel style are you are you a carry one bag travel person or do you check in stuff so 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 chase reeves got us all one bag travel you know roller bags suck uh i'm probably gonna upset you know whoever hears this podcast will be upset but yeah like i don't know where people are traveling to but if i'm going to airport to airport to a a first world country i'm going to carry a roller bag i have a backpack and then a roller bag if i'm going on an adventure then one bag travel is the answer because i'm going to be you know changing modes of transportation Mm -hmm. i've been on those type of trips where i'm in a i'm i'm on the plane and then I'm in a taxi and then I'm on a boat and maybe another plane, you know, so I because I did some international fishing. Um, I, I do international fishing. But if I'm not going on those type of trips where I need to be super mobile, agile, and I'm just going from Washington, D.C. to Chicago or Washington, D.C. to L.A., I'm going to carry a backpack and a roller bag and it can mm-hmm. be any roller bag. It's just it's just for me, it's a little easier the backpack is going to be probably the GR1. Um, it's not going to switch up too much um, mm. from from what I 
usually carry. Go ahead. So the roller uh, luggage you check in, or do you mean a carry-on roller luggage? Carry-on. A, a carry-on. Carry mm-hmm. A carry-on, yeah. Um, Are you actually allowed so, to have the GR1 and the roller? Because the GR1, isn't it too big for a personal item? It's No, not in the U.S. Oh, oh that's cool. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, a GR1 uh, is definitely... A backpack can be a personal item, just like a oh. woman's purse. And then... And then you have your, you know, your one, your one bag, carry-on bag. Okay, that makes it easier then. Yeah. Okay. But those European flights. They can you know, be can, tricky sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So I've been, I've, I've been to Europe only like two or three times. And it's, mm. I have been asked. <laughs> I've never been stopped <laughs> and asked to check anything, but I have yeah. been asked um, to you know what you know what is this this other bag and yeah exactly they actually yeah what and the dimensions they really get specific about you know the size of your carry-on yeah. and stuff not so much in the u.s in my experience yeah, yeah. okay mm-hmm. yeah that makes it easier to travel carry-on only i mean i've never mm-hmm. been able to actually manage to travel just with carry-on bags because they were so picky about how many pieces of luggage and mm-hmm. you actually can take on board, but also how big they are. They have always these these thingies where you, can you please put in the bag inside that measuring cup or whatever that is. Right, and, uh, the frame, yeah. Yeah. And I have therefore, been, yeah, I have go been ahead. trying to, I do travel with, um, like those trap the packable backpacks too mm, yeah so yeah, i yeah. might do a sling and then a packable backpack inside of my carry-on um for like if i want to carry my my full-size camera or something like that i actually want to go out maybe some snacks or something like that yeah. change of clothes so i know matador makes a great some great ones but i traveled for years with this bag from amazon and the company's name was gonex for years i traveled with okay. this little simple Twenty dollar uh, backpack, and it had great reviews on on Amazon. I bought it. I mean, I was fishing in Dominican Republic, Jamaica, cool. um, all down in in South America with this bag. I put all my tackling stuff in it and just go. You know, it's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. So you actually bring all of your fishing gear with you when you. Yeah, I do. do I check it. I check it. Um, I usually bring my reels with me on the yeah. back on my in my um, carry on, but my rods I'll check, and I have yeah. like a um, a tube, a big tube that I can put put oh, rods in um, and see. check it. Kind of like skis, like yeah, when people yeah, yeah, yeah. go travel to to ski. So yeah, I, I I've probably I fished a, you know I don't know seven or eight different countries. This this might be a stupid question, but I, I I am asking this because I knew a friend who was actually not allowed to bring his nail clippers on board. So mm-hmm. I wonder, is fishing equipment, the hooks and stuff like that, or I also the, the line could be used as a strangling device. Mm-hmm. Are you allowed to bring that on board? So your your hooks, after they get a certain size, you do have to check. So inside inside of the tube with my rods, I'll have like a, a, a small case of fishing equipment I where I mm. put my hooks. Um, I'll put a knife and check yeah. it, you know, yeah, and, yeah, I'll, yeah. and I'll check it so that I have it. But you don't actually need like too large of a knife to, to mm. fish with, you know, just to cut line with. Um, and then usually I'll find somewhere I can take the fish to have it prepared if I'm going to yeah. eat it in another country. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. I mean, it's so <laughs> crazy to, I I get the rules and regulations of what you can bring onto a plane, but mm-hmm. I found that story with the nail clipper really weird that he actually had to get rid of the nail clipper. And it wasn't a nail scissor, it was just regular clippers, mm-hmm. right? And he wasn't yeah. allowed to bring it on board and I didn't get that. After 9-11... It's pretty crazy. much a lot of that yeah. stuff tightened down but 
I mean, you could carry a firearm on on a plane if you you can check a firearm. It's, yeah, you know, it's people weird. do that all the time. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, can check, you can check a firearm. Yeah, it just needs to be in a locked box, unloaded, but and oh. and, and have a, a trigger guard on it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we here in Germany or in Europe, the firearm laws are so strict that for me personally it's it's it sounds strange but now that i think of it yeah i mean you probably have very l loose and air quote regulations when it comes down to traveling with firearms yeah, so, yeah inside of the inside of the united states but you know i'm sure a, a international flight would, yeah. be, would be totally different yeah but inside of the united states i mean I forgot what state it is. They just passed a law. You don't even have to have a a, 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 a firearms license to purchase a gun. Oh wow! You know they they've in certain states they've definitely loosened the regulations. Mm. You know, uh, and it doesn't matter necessarily what you what you're carrying here in some states either. Yeah. You can carry a machine gun, open carry here. Yeah. So, for me personally, it's <laughs> so so interesting to hear that. USA is so big that you could, in theory, cross a border from state to state and then suddenly are like breaking multiple laws because you just crossed yes. <laughs> imagine the border. And it, here it's like, yeah, Germany is Germany. All rules are the same. But in the oh, okay. United States, it's like, yeah. And, Kansas, it could be a different law than in Texas or something, right? Yes. Uh, so that's and it, and really people strange. believe strongly in those in those state laws. They believe yeah. strongly in those state laws here. So have you I always, think it's good. Think yeah. It's good. Have you always been living in Washington, DC? No, I actually grew up in San Antonio, Texas. Oh. I grew up in Texas. My dad was my dad was in the military for like close to 30 years. I so, see. So you moved um, around a lot or no, mostly in Texas. I moved around oh, I a lot in Texas, and then yeah. my my family is originally from this DC metro area. I see. So when, so you know, when he was getting out of the army, um, he moved back, and so mm. I attended college in Maryland and in Baltimore, Maryland, yeah. Morgan State University, and 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 so I just put down roots. I started working with you know some of the government agencies around. So I've been at the same job for 19 years. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I always, I really like all of your shots when you have the 360 camera um, mm -hmm. holding on the back and you can actually see all of the places you're, you're walking to. I, I really like those shots because, I mean, I've, I've been to, I lived in Oklahoma, I've been to Texas, I've been to Colorado, LA, mm -hmm. New York. Never been to Washington, D.C., unfortunately. I would love to go, especially after watching all of those series like Jack Ryan, right? Or, yeah. I don't know, the um, House of Cards and stuff. It looks so cool. It's a cool city or a cool it is, place. It is. It's, it's, it's changed a lot. It's, it's not, it's, it's calmed down a lot um, far as, far as like the hustle and bustle of yeah. downtown, how it used to be before COVID. Um, because a lot of people working from home now, so yeah. the traffic is a lot lighter. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot different now, um, mm. in, in, in DC, but you know, they still have those monuments. Everybody wants to look sure. at, you know, the Capitol and the mall and, you know, the white house and things of that nature, but it's changed a lot. A lot of businesses have closed because of COVID in, in DC, yeah. just because the workforce is not in the district of Columbia, like it used to be. So, would you say that Washington D.C. is a is a good tourist city, or is it actually not that interesting from from a tourist perspective? I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of tourist you are. You know, like mm. are you are you one of those history kind of? You know, you want to. Know I would say fifty fifty. Yeah, fifty fifty. Yeah. There's fun things to do in DC for sure. You know, they definitely have like a nightclub scene and, and, mm. and think, you know, activities to do. The shopping is great. 
Um, there's a lot of history in DC. Of just, course. I mean, yeah. it, it's just, you know, it's just deep as you want to get, mm-hmm. um, far as the history in DC. But if I had to choose between, you know, if I was planning a family vacation and I was coming from Germany, I probably would mm-hmm. be looking at like Florida somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You I know, get that. uh, yeah. <laughs> so we have great museums. There's great museums in DC. Um, sometimes people just want to see like how the gears of government work in yeah. the United States. Yeah, yeah. And so I understand that because sometimes it's so much different from their country. Mm. They want to see the different houses and how, how they sure. interact. But as far as fun, funness, the funness level. <laughs> probably go somewhere else. else. Yeah, I, see, <laughs> yeah. I get that. <laughs> All right, George, I don't want to take up too much of your weekend time. Um, Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. If people want to find you, where can they find you? Uh, They can find me on YouTube, George Define. Just search my name. You can find me on Instagram, George Define. And you can find me on Facebook, George Define. So uh, all all of those different social media places. uh, I'll try to get back to you. Hit me up. Great. Thank you. Thanks both for inviting me, man. This is great. Definitely. It was a fun talk and I would love to see, or I will love to see all of your new videos in the future and also seeing you fish a lot of new (laughs) fishing stuff and on your Instagram. Yeah. And thank you so much for joining and everyone follow George Define on YouTube, Instagram and all of the other social media places. All right. Thank you, everyone, and listen to you soon.